0: Hello and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It is so stinking easy. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You will not be disappointed. All right. Good morning, everybody. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought show. And with me today is my actual first guest that I ever had on my show. uh, Dan Berkey with mobile grime control out of your Laurel, correct? Yes, sir. Laurel, Montana. And Dan was my first interview last year. And fill in the gaps for me, if I don't remember correctly, but you were you had a job.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And and you were transitioning from that job j-o-b just over broke (laughs) to your own mobile cleaning business correct
1: correct and so uh i went into that full time and uh it was it was a slow start and then um this fall really took off for me um but i did go back to doing fire suppression oh just a couple weeks ago just because Um, things slow down in the winter time for me and I didn't have anything set up for winter just yet. So I go back to that part-time fire suppression and then full-time my business still. So just something to kind of fill in the gaps.
0: So because of what you do in the climate you're in is, is winter time. Does that pretty, is it pretty much a seasonal business then? Or is it just that you're so new you haven't really, you know, built it up to, to work it full time? Well year round.
1: You know, it's it's pretty much seasonal. There's some people that that like to clean windows when it's you know below thirty degrees out. And that's cool. But the problem with it is is then you then you end up adding chemicals to your water that, that are pretty toxic. And then you're around those on a regular basis. Um, that's not kind of what I'm looking at doing. So I, I try not to do that. Um, so I have my monthly accounts that I do on a regular basis. And I do do those through the winter time. But the rest, I don't take on any extra. Um, and then that kind of minimizes my exposure to those kinds of things. Um, but... I am looking at getting maybe a few or a couple um, floor scrubbers and maybe doing Uh, shop floor maintenance throughout the winter time. Um, You know, just, just cleaning up people's shops. You know, we got, I I do a job, uh, it's a glass company, they replace windshields and um, I do their windows once a month and. And so I'm thinking, you know, maybe I could get them on a monthly or, or, yeah, a monthly schedule to clean those shop floors also. So you know, places like that, you know, they they have cars in there dripping stuff on the concrete on a regular basis, and it it does it is something that needs to be maintained. So so I'm looking at possibly shooting for that next winter.
0: Awesome. Well, that's that's a nice gap fill for sure. You know, I didn't even think about that, but. Uh well so i I, I put together like a list of questions that uh, I wanted to just kind of run through and and the first one was you know since doing this uh like what's been like the biggest joy and then you know the the biggest like benefit that you've seen uh, from going out on your own
1: definitely the the in, the independent side of it um being able to make my own hours if I need to. Um, and, and seeing my family every night was the biggest thing for me. So coming from a fire suppression construction background, I was gone a lot. Um, and this has allowed me to come home every night and it has been amazing. I love waking up next to my wife, uh, getting up, making breakfast for my kids. It's, it's amazing. So that is, that is the biggest joy I've got.
0: And, uh, how dare you want to have selfish time with your family? That is just so rude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. And that's, you know, that's kind of what, you know, I guess, I guess defining what freedom looks like to, to you. Um, (laughs) and then, uh,
1: so, you know, when I was doing fire suppression, you know, my, my kids, they, they do so much, so many activities and, you know, through school and whatnot. And this year has, I, I've hardly missed any of it. It's been amazing. So, you know, I get to go see my son do his band concert or, or go wrestle and play football. And and my youngest one, he's in Cub Scouts. So I get to be there for him for that. And it, 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 that has been
0: awesome. So, your kids are like, "Oh, you're our dad. I remember you, <laughs> yeah, yeah they they <laughs> love it
1: so, sometimes, you know, my oldest one he's he's fifteen, so he's got that teenage attitude, and sometimes right. he's like, Dad, go away,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's called normal, and that's healthy, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: you know, so all right, so in this process, um." I guess is there anything that you've experienced that's been like a total surprise? Like, holy crap! I didn't even think about this aspect of of going out on my own.
1: You know, and I thought about this question for for quite some time. Um, I know there was there was quite a bit of little surprises there here and there. Like, oh, you got to you got to spend out for this and spend out for that. So, I think the expenditure part of it probably would have would have been the surprise for me because even though i started off with just window cleaning and it was real small and i didn't need a lot for that you don't realize how much you you really do need until you get into it and you're like you think oh what'll what'll make this job easier and then you go and buy it and then you know whatever whatever the tool may be that you need it just adds up so quick and and you really don't think about it until, until you get
0: into it. Until, the yeah, until it's in your face and you're like, Oh yeah, I need that. That would be really helpful. Right. To, right. To, you know, cure, cure, cure this pain or that pain.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause when you're, when you're out doing the work, you know, you just, you just think, Oh, I'm making X amount of dollars and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome. But then you don't think like, Oh, but I just had to go buy this and and this costed me money over here too so x amount of dollars becomes a lot less than what you originally thought because you had to spend out so much so i think to me that's probably the biggest surprise even even with just the window cleaning side um but then you add everything else to it too then it then it really becomes real when you actually sit down and do the numbers and realize how much how much you're spending out versus pulling in so it's, uh, I think that was the biggest surprise for me.
0: It's just, yeah, just the math of overhead. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally agree. I, uh, my wife and I had a graphic design firm 10 years ago and just our base, just to keep the lights on and everyone paid was almost $25,000 a month. Oh, wow. You know, and that was before. It was, it was mind boggling. It was a good experience. You know, we did that for five years Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then, so yeah, you you just, you're like, wow. You know, no wonder, you know, when someone, when a company charges a hundred bucks an hour, I used to think, wow, they're ripping me off. I'm getting, they're charging me a hundred bucks an hour for this. And you think as, as the recipient of that bill, holy crap, I'm getting ripped off. But then you, after you do it, you see, oh yeah, there's a ton of overhead to make this work you know so that hundred bucks an hour you know the owner's going home with 12 an hour you know Mm -hmm. so it's yeah i think everyone should have to run their own business at some point because i used to whine about employers ripping me off until i had my own business and then i okay yeah i see that now and it just gives you a whole you know realistic perspective on, on what a company owner sacrifices and goes through to make that happen
1: yeah yeah
0: um so during this during this process, did you, did you have some kind of mentor or did you just say screw it, man, I'm going out and doing it and I'm be a little maverick and just make this happen? Or did you have some guidance from other people who had done something similar or similar yeah. businesses or just any business type mentality that, that helped you through this?
1: So as far as like a direct mentor, I I can say it was just a, a screw it, I'm going for it kind of thing. And but I can say you know, you got, you know, with all the social media stuff that's out there, um, there's groups and pages and, and stuff that that uh, that are full of business owners that are actually directed towards the same kind of stuff that I do. And so being able to go on those and talk to people and, and see what has worked for others has been tremendous. And then um, also with... A lot of other successful business owners in our area. You know, we got a guy um, who owns a restoration company around here, and he he has grown his company tremendously. And I, I've had the opportunity to talk with him and and uh, get pointers from him. So that's that's been a huge blessing, also. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's it, man. Just talking to people on online and then you know i think i think being able to talk to people one on one that's successful in your own area is
0: is super important also finding finding someone that's done it yeah yeah so you don't have to learn so you don't have to reinvent the wheel right
1: and and so there's not a lot of people where i'm at to do what i do i mean there's a few so you know talking to this guy that runs this restoration company over here he doesn't he doesn't necessarily do what i do but he does a lot of things that are very similar so knowing what's working for him has has helped me out and then um you know just just connecting man just connecting with with local businesses and and of course online as well so yeah
0: okay cool um What, uh, what motivates you to keep doing this and like, where do you want to take it? What
1: motivates me is just getting up every morning, like crack of dawn, seeing that sunrise. It, it's kind of a weird deal, but you know, you see that sun come up. I I've grown to love sunrises more than I have sunsets because you know, that sunrises and you think, yeah, look at this. I got another day. Let's do it. You know? So, um, that and the idea that, and, and the ideas of the future where I do want to take it also keeps me motivated, which is, I'd love to grow this thing into something huge, you know, have a shop here where I'm at, uh, you know, in a, in a shop over there, you know what I mean? Just, just expand a few different shops. Yeah. Um, I have a good, good buddy of mine that, that, uh, is hopefully going to be coming over to help me out and and you know i i just want to if i could show people the passion that i have and what i'm doing i really i'm really hoping that i could rub that off onto the next person and then maybe hand it over to that person for a man managerial position you know as a manager they can manage my shop over here and then move on to the next area. So I think that's the biggest motivator for me is just getting up in the morning and and seeing where I'm at and thinking about where I want to be. I mean, it's, it's, if you take time every morning to just think about those things, I think it's, it's a huge motivator.
0: So. Uh, I would agree with that a hundred percent and, in the terms of, you know, getting up in the morning I mean I get up at five every morning, just, just because if I don't now, I feel like I've lost, you know, five hours right. of the day and uh, just, and seeing the sunrise, the seeing the sunrise is almost like God saying, all right, here's another day. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Exactly. This I'm you? you know, are you going to do the same old crap you did yesterday or are you going to at the very least better yourself, you know, a little bit? And, uh, you know, that's a, and there's some days, you know, and it's, I thought it would get, and, and, and it is a little easier, but when five thirty, or five mm-hmm. o'clock comes around, it's still, a, it's still hard and you just have to just freaking do it. You know, I just read this book recently called the five second rule and, uh, just about how, whenever you get a thought, you have five seconds or a thought to do something good. You have five seconds before your brain we'll try to sabotage that and go, yeah, I don't really want to. And there's days when I, I even set my alarm. My phone is in the bathroom. So I have to actually get up, walk to it, turn it off. And for the most part, I do okay with it. But there's some days when I'll, I'll stand there in front of it and just go, damn, I am just tired. I'm going to go back to bed for another hour. And then I do that thinking that I'll be more rested. And then I wake up and I'm just as exhausted. So, she says, "Just five second rule. You count five, four, three, two, one, and boom. Just do it, and before your brain can sabotage you, which is so contrary to <clears throat> anything, you know, because you know you, you have this these goals to achieve and do something and do have a better life, but yet your brain tries to sabotage you, right? Stupid brain.
1: <laughs> who who is that that wrote that book? <laughs> you yeah. uh, oh, know, her wow.
0: name is uh, Mel Robbins." It's called the five five second rule. She's a, she's like a just public speaker and motivational thing. It's a pretty fascinating book. Uh, definitely read. You know, I'm, I do a lot of uh, audio or Audible, so I just listen to it, and it's it's amazing. Just that little, you know, yeah. do it before you think about it. Don't overthink it because you'll, you know, the the soft squishy side of you, your subconscious or whatever, will try to make you feel comfortable. And I think we should be uncomfortable a lot more in a good way, you know, in my whole life I've shied away from things that made me uncomfortable because it's just a natural tendency. I was like, I don't I'm just uncomfortable. I don't want to do this. But now I think, okay, if this is uncomfortable, I probably should be doing it because it gets me to stretch and not be such a coaster, you know, through life. So yeah. Hey, Amen. We oh, yeah. can agree with that. So, um, so what keeps you up at night? Is there like worries you have all the time or or is it just so magical that you don't even worry about it? You just like freaking out. I
1: I worry constantly and, and you know, my, (laughs) it's kind of a funny deal. My, my wife, as soon as she goes to bed, she's out, she hits the pillow, she's snoring and I lay there awake for an hour, two hours just thinking about what I got to do tomorrow and what, uh, what I can do differently to make this better and that better. So, um, I, I have my brain constantly going and I'm, I'm always constantly thinking about more than one thing. And then it's always, it's always like you're thinking about one thing and then that ties into another thing. You know what I mean? So my, my brain's constantly going. Um, yeah. I even think about, like, sometimes I'll lay in bed, and I'm thinking about what I have scheduled for the following day, and then I'll grab my phone, and I'll look at my phone and look at my schedule to make sure I scheduled it right, you know? It's things like that. So that, and then, you know, I'm planning on taking on employees, so I'm constantly thinking about that in my head. Like, what am I going to, you know, how how do I do this? What are my steps? What do I got to do? To make sure that I'm legal on everything, to make sure, you know, and what can I, what can I offer my employees to keep them around, you know, things like that. So
0: that's uh, different when you're on that on the side, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you know, like, for anyone listening here, um, who's thinking of starting something, quote unquote, stupid. Uh, That's a whole nother, that's another book that's phenomenal. It's called The Power of Starting Something Stupid. Um, Any, I guess, advice you might have for somebody that's that's wanting to to do their own thing? And then in, in the same vein of that question is like, what kind of quote unquote advice did you get from friends or parents, you know, that were trying to look out for your safety or your or concern and trying to protect you you know basically oh that that's scary that's risky you probably shouldn't do that did you get any of that kind of advice Constantly. or you know yeah. so you know kind of a two-part
1: question so um the advice i would give to people is don't listen to the naysayers if somebody says that's a stupid idea prove to them that it's not a stupid idea lean. because i mean yeah. lean lean yeah, into it exactly because for one person that wants to do something out of the box or something, something crazy, there's a hundred naysayers for that. And, and, and a lot of it starts with family and that's, that's pretty unfortunate, but they, you know, they have it drilled into their brain that they're looking out for your best interests that, that you, they don't want to see you fail, but starting a business or starting something stupid, there's failure involved, no matter what. It's guaranteed you're going to fail at something. But if you don't yeah. fail at it, you're not going to learn. You're not going to grow. That's just the way it is.
0: If you don't fail, then you're not trying. You know, and, and people right. people's intentions are good. I, I learned this from Grant Cardone. He said, you know, his mom was always trying to protect him, you know, from doing, making risky you know, taking risky uh, actions. And it's, uh, I think, a lot of it. And I look back to some times when I may have done the same thing to somebody. It's because I was like secretly or subconsciously afraid or, or, or maybe jealous of them because they were had the courage to, to do something where I didn't. So that's a human tendency to, you know, the whole crab, you've heard of the crab uh-huh. in a bucket mentality. And it's if, if one of the crabs tries to crawl out of the bucket, all the other crab just by nature will try to pull them back into the bucket. It's a phenomenal, you know, freak of nature, but that's what it is. You know, as, as you're trying to rise above, I've I've even experienced this in my real estate business with this uh, builder that I'm working with. And it's, it's weird. Uh, There's a new agent that came on board a couple months before I did. And he is just killing it killing it i mean he's got like 17 sales or something since july i have one and it's natural to not be happy for him and it's ridiculous it's a stupid mindset and i hate it because i feel like i'm two years old and jealous because someone's better than me and and what i've had to try to train myself to do is not you know get past that initial feeling of oh great yeah he's got another sale yay what happened to me what's wrong with me and look at myself and go, okay, what I'm going to go take this guy to lunch and find out what he's doing and do what he's doing instead of running away from that, being afraid of it. And then, you know, secretly mocking it or in my mind, hoping there's, that he fails. It's oh, so yeah. stupid, yep. but we do it all the time.
1: Um, so you had asked, um, what kind of advice did I get from friends and parents, stuff like that? Um, and 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 the and here's the here's some more advice for everybody else wanting to start something i guarantee you're probably not going to get much advice unless you go to somebody who's been there done that because it, it just doesn't happen and like you said you know they're like crabs in a bucket that you know they're gonna try to pull you back down because they think this is the safe place to be um once this is what I noticed with when I started, all I got was, was negativity naysayers. Um, My wife has always supported me. She's always had her doubts, but she's always supported me with this. Um, But to get advice from somebody was very difficult until I decided to go into it myself. I just decided, screw it. I'm going to go for it. Once I got into it, my father-in-law, he's also a successful businessman and he's always stuck to what he's known, but he's done good with it. Um, so then the advice came once I got into it and I started and people saw, Hey, this is actually working for him. Then the advice came. Um, so now I can, you know, I call him up with tax questions, stuff like that. So that's kind of nice. Um, but to start out with, if you're looking at doing something and you run your ideas by somebody, they're probably going to say, "Whoa, that's a dumb idea. Well, go to somebody else. Go to somebody who's, who has been there, done that, because I guarantee they're going to help drive you. Um, so, and, and yeah, as far as, 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 far as yeah, anybody yeah. Talk, trying to talk you out of it, all the time, all the time.
0: You've got to seek advice from and, and not to put people on levels, but you have to seek advice from people on a higher level than you're like, on a level where you want to be. Because if you seek advice from people on your own level, you may get it. You may get some people that are like, Yeah, man, do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but otherwise they're just like, Yeah, that's kinda dumb. Yeah. Why would you wanna do that? You know, it's just a funny new human nature. It's just how it's it's uh, I should do more studying on the brain and, and just human – But because it's just, it's just funny, you know, I, I mean, I got similar advice, you know, quote unquote advice from family as I've changed, switched careers, just trying to find out what I want to be when I grow up and things that, you know, something that I at least enjoy a little bit at the very least. And it's always like, well, you know, like my dad always says, well, son, you just got to survive. And I'm like, dad, I've been surviving my whole life. I am an expert at surviving. I hate it. You know, I want to wake up and be excited about something for a change. It's been 10 years since I've enjoyed what I've been doing. And and when you do something every day that you don't like, or you're just eking through, cause that's what you do. You die a little bit every day spiritually and oh, it's yeah. awful. And I'm just like, you know, that's what last year about this time. It's like, I'm not living this way anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. Cause it's just, I it, it was comfortable, just comfortable. Just, well, you know, just, surviving. I'm like, I got no life. And so that's why I made this change as well. So it's just yeah. It's right. it's hard you should probably yeah. be doing it kind of thing. So you know
1: the my biggest support so. with this. Sorry, go ahead. What any
0: yeah. Well just yeah and maybe and maybe you were gonna start saying this but like just kind of a follow up last minute if 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 anyone you know, if they, if they forget everything we've talked about, what's like the one thing y- you would like to give to someone, you know, as a takeaway from this conversation? Well,
1: you know, it, it, the, the biggest takeaway that anybody should take from this is if you want to do something, just do it. Don't, I mean, yeah, just, just try, try it. it. And try it. if you fail at it, but you enjoyed what you were doing, try again, you know, and do something. Obviously, obviously, I wouldn't go back into it doing the same thing you did and fail again. But, you know, it's trial and error, period. Yeah. So if you if you want to do something, just yeah. do it. Don't listen to all the negativity. Find a way to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Well, I know when I, before I started, you know, my little podcast show, with my 17 followers or something, um, I was worried about, okay, well, I've got, you know, I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to do video. Uh, I've done a little bit, but I'm just, I'm really uh, rough at it. And some advice I got was just who freaking cares? Just do it. Get it out there. Get the content out there. Refine it as you go. But if you wait till it's perfect, quote unquote, you'll never do anything. And so I looked, listened back at some of my stuff and it's okay. I mean, it's, it's not the the greatest editing and sounds and, but it's just content and getting the good content out there. And, and that was like, that was such a huge relief when I did that first one and just got it out, did it. And now it's like, Holy crap, this is fun. I want to do this again. I want to. I want to talk to everyone about what they're doing and interview people and share my thoughts and Yeah, if someone finds value in it, then they'll find value in it and it'll grow. But if not, at the very least, right? I've done it and I've, I've overcome that barrier that was preventing me from trying anything. And it's just it's a funny. Our brains and our minds it's just funny, you know. So, yeah, totally agree, man. And uh, and I want to thank you again for you know coming back on with me being my my first one back then last year or the first part of this year. So, I, I guess I cut my teeth on my interview with you and uh, it's it's awesome to see how you've grown and I've just been following all your social media posts and watching how you've grown awesome. and, and you know it's uh, it's it's inspiring, you know, man. So I, I appreciate that. So keep it up and uh maybe we'll do another follow up, you know, when we Yeah, get a that sounds or something. awesome. You know, maybe you know, or, or just, or just even, even if there's like a little, uh, I don't know, some topic that comes up and we just do a little five minute discussion about it, you know, from time to time, that would be kind of fun. You know, maybe not a really <laughs> lengthy one like this, but
1: yeah. So, um, awesome. yeah, awesome, man. I, I love being on here with you. So, um, you got any big plans for Christmas?
0: Um, no, I don't. I'm, probably going to do a lot of, uh, real estate follow-up with clients and potentials and leads and see if I can hit the ground in January with, you know, a bunch of sales. So I've been, I've been nursing a lot of people, not a lot of contacts and leads along the last few months. And so people get around the mindset of the holidays and people just sort of yep, shut down. Yep, that was- so, so I'm going to take, take advantage of that time and just, uh, try to kill it. And, uh, make this, uh, make this new career change, uh, and, you know, make it really happen. And so my, my poor wife doesn't have to work so hard. Well, I
1: can tell you, let's see, cause she, uh, Oh, three years ago we bought our house at this time. We wanted to, I wanted to make sure we had a, a nice new house to move into for Christmas. So, so hopefully, hopefully that
0: happens for you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll sell of this nice new house <laughs> for Christmas. Sounds awesome. So, yeah, no, it's it's going to be awesome. So, anyway, man, thank you so much. Uh, it's good chatting with you again. And uh, until next time, uh, keep me posted and I'll be following you. And uh, Sounds great, man.
1: Awesome I appreciate you. you having me on here. All right. Have a okay, Merry okay, Christmas. Anytime, brother. Bye.
0: Okay. Thank you again for listening to the Parish the Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us.